0: Now, speaking of women being referred to as rocks, there's also the consideration of women who don't have uh, permanent jobs and the amount of abuse that they face across different industries, okay? Now, these are women who are freelancers. And today, we are talking about all the things that they face in the workplace, whether this could be on a contract uh, basis or on a project-to-project agreement, okay? That happens. Uh, So, we are joined on the line right now by Adelina Minjama, Who's the chairperson of the Western Cape region for the South African Freelancers Association. And they join us on the land right now. Adelina, hi. Hi. How are you doing, Adelina? I'm good. Thanks. How are you doing? All great. All great. I'm on my solo today. So, hey, man, you know, um, I'm, I'm struggling a bit, but I'm okay, you know, and, and I also like to thank you for taking your time, uh, for taking this call and having this chat with me. Okay. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. All right. Now, um, let, let's start off by maybe uh, asking, what, what have you found that are some of the biggest challenges faced by women who are freelancers?
1: Well, you know, that is such a loaded question because I can I can imagine that every single woman has experienced some form of of challenge or discrimination of some sort or achievement as, as they work in the freelance world. Um, you know, one of the things that has come to many of our attention uh some of us who are freelancers whether you're full time or associate which is meaning that maybe a part time freelancing is that uh, as a woman there's a there's a gender wage gap uh you know issue where you you find that women are not getting paid the same amount as 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 our male counterparts uh, and so the, the struggle really is real when it comes to women, you know, still trying to get fair pay for the work that they're doing in the freelance world. Um, you know, in our association, we have, uh, you know, different people doing different work in media in, in and communication. And in that's those are the two fields um, that, that 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 people work in. So um, you, you find that there's always a lot of questions that comes through from mostly female um female um, freelancers who ask the question around what, you know, what am I supposed to be getting paid for this work? Um, And especially those who are starting up and and those emerging freelancers as well. Um, And then the other issue is usually around, um, you know, getting the the regular workflow coming in. As you can imagine, it's very difficult to start a business. So imagine being your own boss you know can you you can just imagine the anxiety and not really knowing you know where the you know your next your next rand is coming from really mm. so there's there's this issue around how you know one is able to get the clients coming you know the the regular clients coming and keeping your clients so that is also a challenge um you will find that it's also mostly you know a challenge for for women of color because we are not always and i'm saying we because i'm i represent that demographic as well yeah of the of black women who are trying to do something on the side maybe you have something permanently but you want to eventually come into your own and do things on your own and you find that getting clients is is a, is a huge challenge so um the workflow kind of, kind of gets, uh, you know, it gets, it gets very serious when you realize that, okay, I'm done with this client. Where's my next client going to come from? And you, you constantly have to be, <laughs> they say that usually when you have a job, always look for another job. So it's almost the same in the freelance world where you have a client, you need to already start thinking about the next work. Where is that going to come from? Mm. And then, um, also, you know, Getting jobs around, you uh, are well, very close to your skill set, you'll find that it's it's very, very dominated in, in the industries. So there are a lot of people who can do what you can do. So if you are maybe a writer, for example, you'll find that women are, t- are asked to write about things like beauty, weddings, babies and flowers and things like that. And so the hardcore topics like sports and technology go to men. So it's very important that women also try and pitch for the hard stories. To get at least, you know, um, their foot in, into the door. So th- there's a challenge around the skill sets and how women are represented and how women are also uh, discriminated against by the fact that they, of by the fact that they're just women, they, their mm-hmm. gender identity.
0: Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that is yeah. that is very interesting and intriguing at the same time. Um, you know, you touched on a bit on how business operates, right? But how can business then uh, support female freelancers that they have contracts with or, you know, the ones that they have on their payroll?
1: Yeah, that's a very big question. And, you know, I would say providing more exposure and networking opportunities. Um, it, it's important that, you know, if you have somebody who's committed to the work it's you know give them you know a lot of people don't want to share they you know if they find someone great they want to hide them, they don't even want other people to know that such a person exists. But it is I think there's a, there's a greater purpose if you can uh, put the best person forward and say look i I have somebody who's actually done great work for me you know let this person come and do something for you too and you'll find that Mm. when that person leaves or does some work in another organization another company you know giving that giving that flexibility um you'll find that they will come back to you and even do more work for you and even learn more from outside and bring that back into the organization so it's important to allow the freelancers to have the opportunity to work with even their competitors mm, there 's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I think we need to start getting to a point uh, you know in our country where we can allow people to really improve on and, and work and, and, and actually really work we shouldn 't limit people from from um, building their profiles and building their reputation and building their skill sets and then another one is delivering um Professional development, you'd find that I'm sure most organizations use freelancers because they don't maybe have someone in-house to do the work. So they try to get someone from outside. But, um, you know, it's also quite important for that person who you have to also feel that they are developing because, you know, nobody knows everything. So you'd find that, you know, with women in particular, they need... Um, you know, they need that. It's not like the women want to be babysat, no. But people, really yeah. want to to feel that they are also yeah, um, they're also getting their skill set sharpened. That they're also meeting other other uh, business coaches, uh, and they put links to that as well. Um, also, companies could invest in domestic support and programs for especially mothers, young mothers, mm. or, or mothers mm. that have young children. Because I think that is another issue that we have. As soon as somebody has a child, you find that. Ah, the person has now left the organization because they have to stay at home, and that shouldn't be the case. We should be able to support our women.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. you know what? Uh, I think I think you were spot on, uh, and, and uh, maybe as a parting shot, uh, Adelina, you know, maybe uh-huh. you, you have a piece of advice that you'd like to share with the female freelancers, especially ones that are you know are just starting out. Yeah,
1: you know, I, I really appreciate this conversation because. At this time with the pandemic, you know, freelancing has actually, you know, increased. There are a lot of people who are working and doing a lot of things on the side, or to, or even if it's their main uh, way of putting bread on the table. So women are... are, are are uh, at an advantage in a sense because you can do anything at this, at this point. Um, but I think one of the things that we have to do for ourselves is to join other women and join online groups that can um, support, um, you know, support women entrepreneurs um, there's actually an Instagram account called um, As Freelancing Females, which is a great resource if you need to, you know, get tips about rates. If you want to know more about freelancing in your field and and things like that. So, um, I think I think it's important that we get more networked, and we, we and there's and there's power in solidarity. So I think sharing is the is the most important thing as as uh, for for women to to empower themselves and mm-hmm. and for economic empowerment, we have to get
0: net you have, we have to get networked. You know what? um, With your permission, of course, Adelina, I would like to... (laughs) I don't even know why I'm saying this on air, but um, I would like to... Have your contact number so that um, you share with me the details regarding where the freelancers that are female that are starting out uh, can go to those websites and those Instagram posts so that I can take them and then put them up on my social media platforms. How about that? That'll be fantastic. You're right. welcome to contact me. Adelina uh, Minjama, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit CapricornFM.co.za.